Ladies and gentlemen, welcome home. Introducing Marcus Jackson. Marcus, thank you for coming. Of course, thank you for having me. Appreciate you. Um, Marcus is a Morehouse grad, a Wall Street grad. He is a real estate investor. He is a managing partner of his own private equity firm um, that he recently started, Vasette Capital. Yeah. Um, and he's literally, um, I guess, leaving a big footprint on the Philly market. I would call you a disruptor, but you tell me, can you, I guess, break down a little bit of what you do, how you got started, why you decided to make that move, because you came from Wall Street. When did yeah. you decide no, to switch it up? Definitely. That's a good Well, First, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, I guess when you, when you refer to disrupting um, the Philadelphia market in yeah. general, I guess that's kind of like one of our taglines. The whole reason why we created um, Vesta Capital and got into private equity was simply to change the way things have been done. Um, okay. When I say that, meaning the way ownership has typically been accessed. Okay. Um, changing the way equity has been accessed and through private equity and kind of exposing ownership opportunities to minorities and those who typically don't have access to ownership. Um, that's kind of why we started doing what we're doing. So that's even that's good. So like where what is private equity? Like I think our folks probably some yeah, folks don't even know exactly what private equity. Yeah, is. Just to kind of simplify it, it's it's mainly there's a managing partner or an organizer, let's say, that will find or source a good opportunity. Okay. And they would then seek or offer the opportunity for others to be a part of that particular deal. Got it. So if there's a deal, let's say that, you know, my company or I would find that we feel is beneficial to yeah. others, we would then offer the opportunity, you know, to either the public, if, you yep. know, if that's the jurisdiction you fall under, or through private partnerships or okay. relationships. Okay. Okay, cool. So I think about that as the other side of like the public market. So like if I want to invest in stocks, cool. But if I want to invest with you in a house, right. I get to jump in in this private market. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Okay. So that's that's that and in, in short, I guess. Yeah, separate from crowdfunding where okay. there's like a the public or anyone can just yeah. invest in a large deal per se. This is like more of like private placement, like private okay. relationship based investing. Okay. Cool, cool. So then how do you find your investors? Like, where does that all come from? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, we don't necessarily solicit to the public. Um, okay. Just through SEC regulations, yep. we're not, you know. Allowed to. Right, yep. exactly. Yep. Unless we're accredited and, you know, we have the the, the back. Yep, so, exactly. Yep. Um, so a lot of it's through current relationships. Okay. Um, social media through education where people would right. reach out to us. Right. Um, and just word to mouth. Got it. Um, a lot of our investors, they are invest with us due to someone who is already currently investing with us. Okay. And so they would refer someone um, cool. to us per se. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I get excited about talking to you or I get excited about talking to any real estate investors or anybody in the real estate industry because I feel like, well, not I feel like, 90% of the millionaires created in the world became millionaires through real estate, right? Yes. So is that why you got in? Is it Was it the money or was it something else? Like, why'd you guys decide to pivot? Because you were probably doing well in Wall Street, right? Yeah, so like, tell me your story. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I guess kind of growing up, not to take it too far back, but yeah. um, I've always had the desire for more. Okay. Um, I've always had the desire to, I guess, allow others to achieve. Yep more as well. Um, and through my passion for real estate, 
has always it's always been a passion since I okay. was, you know, around 10, 11 years old. Um, I just knew that being on Wall Street wasn't, it was a great achievement, don't get me wrong, yeah. um, but it just wasn't my final destination. Uh, I seen my parents, you know, retire, you know, at age 50 and 55. Adult. And though that could have been my path. It's shout just, out mom uh, and dad. Yeah, shout out mom and dad. <laughs> um, though that could have been my path, it just, I feel like God had a different um, different calling for my life. Cool. Um, and I had, I had the understanding and the knowledge to do so. Yeah. I feel it was a little selfish, I guess, for me to stay on Wall Street, knowing that I had the knowledge to allow others to become financially free through cool. real estate investing. That's that cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're opening up avenues for other exactly. folks behind exactly. you. Um, 10 years old. So what, like, what happened at 10 that you were like, oh, real estate? Because I have like a 13, like my parents invested in real estate. They bought their first multifamily property. Yeah. That's that's what resonates for me as like how I got into real estate. But yeah. I don't know what what was it for you at 10? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I don't I mean, by any means come from come from money or come from a background of successful real estate entrepreneurs in my family at all. Um, for me, you know, my uncle worked very hard and very, very hard working for others okay. um, on like their home projects and like home remodels. Cool. Uh, my mom saved a bit of money when she was, you know, 15, 16 and ended up buying her first house okay. um, and co-signing through the family. Um, so I think just, I mean, honestly, I think there's just God's desire that he placed on my heart. That's it's dope. nothing that, you know, someone, I didn't have a mentor or anything right, or right. a rich person say, hey, go do this. It was just, God just ordained this in my heart, to be honest. I love it. And I just kind of like walked with it. I actually like, I love that. I love that. Um, so you call you, yourself a disruptor. Um, a lot of folks, a lot of investors are buying into homes right now. So I think it was like 15% of the homes sold in the top 40 markets or something like that were bought by investors. Um, what do you like, what do you guys say? Like what you guys pitch as a disruptor? Like how do you feel you've changed or you've um, changed the space? Or come into the space and disrupted it? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. I mean, ideally, if you look at the news, you would see that a lot of investors are just buying up homes and which which then makes it harder for the every yes. everyday home buyer to purchase a home and be a part of the American dream. Um, though on paper, you could say we're also doing the same thing. We're investors right. that are buying up homes. Right. Um, but in you know, in hindsight, we're a real estate investment company and we're exposed every deal that we've purchased, every deal that we own, every deal that we develop, there is multiple people um, that's partnered with us as well, right? Cool. So it's not just, you know, myself and my business partner just buying up homes and making it harder for right. those to, to access get the American dream. Um, there's, you know, five, six or seven other people that say, for example, on each deal that we're buying, that's also building wealth for their family as well. So if you look at it, I would say we're kind of, you know, on the other side, on the flip side of the the, the news, right, right, and, um, actually helping to increase wealth um, amongst minorities, right, right, which is cool because that's that's the reality is like a lot of those, a lot of those demos or a lot of those new homes that are being built by investors are, I mean, essentially displa we say displacing or you know, um, whatever. A lot of the minority community, but you as a minority investor, to me, I look at that as like. Oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah. I want to see somebody like you investing right, in the community. Right. I guess you can say, like, we're part of the problem. You know, like, oh, we're, we're also gentrifying our neighborhoods. But 
essential. We're doing everything that we can. Like one, you know, how we're acquiring it. Right. Two, you know, who we're hiring and, you know, who we're working with during yep. the development. It was just also minorities. And then three on the outsell, um, we take considerations. Right, right. Okay, which is cool. And there's an education piece in there, right? So when you guys switch to, okay, we're investing, we're developing, um, do you do guys do renovations and development or, okay, um, where did you get the not, like, where did you get, so you said your uncle, but like, where did, I mean, that first property, yeah, like, what was the first property? What was the first investment? Did you lose your shirt? Did you win big? Like, how did um, it all work out? Yeah, that's a good question. I think our, our very, very first investment was actually an FHA, um, first time home buying, um, 3% down. Cool. Um, program. 3.5% down. As yep. You, you cool. Know, as the expert. Yep. <laughs> um, we took advantage of that. A lot of people don't know. You know, you buy a home, 3.5% down, yep. single family home, you're part of the American dream. Um, but we understood that you can buy up to four units uh, with that same 3.5% down. So knowing that, having that knowledge is, well, we spend X amount of money less than the 25% down an yep. investor would to buy the same exact property. Heck yeah. And we can use those two to three units to pay off the mortgage. Yep. We understood that we can achieve cash flow and financial freedom. Cool. Or at least to start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so buying that first property, we bought three units in New Jersey, 3.5% down. Cool. Um, at the time, actually, to be honest, I didn't have the capital to yeah. um, purchase that property, even oh. though I had a job on Wall Street. It looks good on paper. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I just didn't have it. Right. Um, right. And I needed to turn to my network. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of yeah. where Vesit was birthed after because I was buying a property that was going to produce $1,600 a month in positive cash flow. Okay. Um, so I reached out to someone and offered him the opportunity yeah. to partner with me opportunity. on this project. Cool. Yeah. It was an opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah. I offered him, you know, X amount north of 15%. Okay. That's um, a good, yeah. Cash, which he wasn't going to get in the bank yep. um, to partner with me on this project. Okay. So he was able to lend me the capital. I purchased the project and then I, and it clicked in my head that. Boom. Can, yeah. This can make sense. So that's where the. That's where the best. It, it, dope. Dope. As far as the experience. Um, so that project was turnkey. Okay. So the development experience, the renovation experience, go. it had, the, nothing was learned. Wow. Um, after that, my first project was a, three-unit new construction project in Philadelphia. Okay. Um, we hired a developer. Where at? What what area? In um, Grace Ferries. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, um, so Grace Ferries is, is just outside of Graduate Hospital, which mm -hmm. is a very, or not Graduate Hospital, I should say Point Breeze, mm -hmm. um, which is like a very up-and-coming area in the Philly um, market. Which yeah. I mean is literally like booming right now. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 growing. Yeah, like people don't really un right. invest there because yep. they just don't know. Right. Yep. Um, for us, I mean, we own multiple properties there. I mean, yep. after we bought this property, purchase price was one hundred sixty-five thousand. Okay. Um, we got entitlements to develop three units. Cool. Um, it appraised for over, you know, over five eighty, over six hundred. Cool. Cool. Um, so that that's our pocket. Right. Right. That's um, solid. That's solid. But. <laughs> But what, and what most people don't know is like, yeah, it sounds good. Like 160, it appraises for close to six, 
but you still got to put some money in there too. Like, it's not like he just took that, you know, extra, what's that, forfeit? Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. He's got to put some money into it. Yeah, exactly. The renovation development was over 200. Right. Right. But I mean, I know we're not getting too big into numbers right now. Then there's carrying costs, there's interest payments. Yep. So that that margin is not as big as it looks on paper. Okay. And did you do that hard money or like how? Got it. Okay. Okay. But through that experience, kind of going back to your question on the knowledge, I learned to now understand how to develop properties myself. Right. Um, we hired a developer. We were still living in New York at the time. Oh, wow. And then I realized that no one actually cares about your project more than you. Um, and Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, so I guess every weekend I would drive down from New York to Philadelphia. Oh. Okay. And I would just learn and pay attention. Good. And then at some yeah. point we had to fire him. Then I took over. Oh, wow. And then I kind of forced myself to learn everything um, wow. because it was my project. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. investors. You have to be hands-on, right. especially, I mean, like when it comes to these contractors, I've, I mean, I've gone through it. Yeah. You've probably gone through it plenty of times um, at this point where it's like, you have to be hands-on and manage your project. Otherwise it's, yeah. hey, you, you lose your shirt, which is why I asked. Um, so then from there, did it, just snowball or like yeah where are you guys at now how many projects are we looking at um completed close to eight um okay. around cool. five ongoing cool some single family luxury renovations in fishtown and Dope. graduate hospital and italian market okay and then we have like a larger um multi-family multi okay um, that we're planning as well so how big is that one uh, it's just oh, it's not just, but it's six units. It's not. It's just six units. No, no, like, it's no. so I wanted to correct myself because that's very that's very humbling for us. Yeah, this is like that's cool. You know, but this is this is this is the, will be our largest project, and it's, right. it's very large for us, and we're very thankful. That's exciting. So, and then there's like a leverage piece, right? So, like, I mean, it becomes how leveraged are you guys? You know, and then how deep are you? I mean, like. How does it work? Uh, the whole private equity thing, I'm kind of trying, I'm circling back a little bit. Yeah. But then how does that work in terms of leverage, investing? What do you, you know, promise to your investors? Yeah. When do you pay out? Like all those things. I'm just asking those questions because I think a lot of people want to get into investing in real estate. But I think most people think, oh, I want to invest in real estate. I can give Marcus, you know, a hundred thousand and he'll do this property and cool, boom, he'll give me whatever back. Like, how does that all shake out? How does well, that all work? It actually does shake out, um, surprisingly. So cool. what sets us a little different um, or apart is that most private equity firms, you give them capital and you get a return. Yep. Um, for us, yeah, that works out. You're able to build wealth through mm-hmm. us, but does that actually achieve the goal of reducing the equity and ownership gap? Okay. The answer is no, because you're just getting yeah. a return. Um, right. And with that money, yes, you can make decisions on what to do after. But yeah. at the end of the day, we want to increase ownership amongst minorities and others as well. Okay. Um, and through that, we offer equity ownership opportunities. Okay. So for that example, where an individual would invest, let's say, $100,000, yeah. we would then find the project for them, um, renovate the project for them, and then rent it out. And okay. And share the distributions. Oh, wow. So that individual could invest $100,000 don't necessarily have to have the knowledge or the pipeline to find the project. Right. And then still achieve ownership through us. Wow. So it's possible. So you guys are taking on the risk and essentially doing the hard work, doing the heavy lifting, Mm -hmm. and then 
splitting the difference with right. your invest. That's huge. So yeah, that's really huge. I mean, because I have investors who every day are asking for expertise on like, hey, I want to get my first flip. You know, I'm I'm thinking about it. I want to do what you did on that first property. And there's so much that goes, you had to come down from New York, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot to go down into it. Exactly. Um, but we have in-house construction. Everything that we do is in-house. Okay. We don't outsource, you know, cool. um, like it's our renovations huge. or anything like that. So we control um, the timeline in certain aspects. Okay. Okay. Oh, I like this. Okay. So I, so I can invest. <laughs> she said she does too. So I can invest, give you a couple of dollars. Cool. We're in this project together. Mm-hmm. And now I'm cash flowing. Essentially. Yeah. We'll take it from, and this is, this is a very like, not a yeah, we're just, process. Yeah. Typically we offer the, that, those opportunities for folks who have invested with us in the past from, okay. the, from the debt side of things. Yeah. After we can kind of build a relationship with you, then if something comes about, yep. we'll, we'll offer you that opportunity. But essentially cool. we'll find the project through our off-market pipeline. Okay. Um, we will secure the financing um, because we have relationships with the lenders and we'll also renovate the project. Okay. So from your case, you can be as hands-off as you, as you want to be. That's very cool. That's very cool. I I love this. I'm kind of interested. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So then how do you scale? So now I've got five, 10 properties that I'm running out with five, 10 people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, obviously from you guys standpoint, like, okay, cool. $1,600 a month for a few properties. You're doing well too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're doing well. Um, what's next? What's the next level? After six units, where do you go? Like, Well, yeah. I mean, ideally, it really depends on like the cycle of like what's happening. Like in Philadelphia, of course, every market goes through the yep. cycle, as you know. Yep. Um, I mean, Recession's ideally, coming. Recession. Maybe here. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, which, you know, when you're buying at a discounted rate already. Yeah. It, it, You're good. It'll be okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, but ideally, we want to continue to expand, do larger yeah. projects. So, cool. You know, at six, and then we'll get to 30, and then 40. Cool. Um, cool. And then expand. And then ideally, we want to expand to different markets as well. So Got it. I have a vested um, here and then Florida, Texas. Okay. Okay. And then, um, we just launched a construction company um, this past week. Cool. Um, so we want to have different branches um, in different states where we're now servicing and doing other people's developments and projects. Got it. Got to it. Do a service. Got it. So you're essentially franchising your construction expertise. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we launch here, then launch in different states. And got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Trucks, the billboard, you know. The yeah. 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 The whole the whole thing. I <laughs> I'm I love this. So Florida next, Texas. So I'm I'm excited for this. And then what's do you guys have? I mean, you guys are Wall Street guys, so you guys have five, ten year projections. Like, what's this look like five years from now? Yeah, it's it's, 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 um, it's interesting. Um, we haven't actually like we're very much so like in the moment. Um, okay. Kind of like I respect that. developers. Um, yep. So we actually don't have much of a. I mean, we have ideas of like where we want yeah. to expand. Yep. We have certain pockets in different states that we know okay. you know we're going to break into, but yep. Ideally, like this is this is not our business. Um, like this, you know, very much so God's business, and it's it's something <laughs> that's it. like, you know, if you if you want God to laugh, you know, tell him your plan. Yeah, um, that's dope. I like that. I'm use, so we, I'm gonna use that. So in the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna use that. I like that. Okay, okay. I'm along the way, learning wise. Aside from moving from New York, what 
have you learned along the process that you're going, okay, as an investor, as a um, private equity firm, would you have adjusted along the way, especially for like that first time investor or those folks that are doing it by themselves? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, any learnings, any like takeaways uh, I would love. Yeah, I think um, just kind of understanding like what hats you wear. Okay. And um, looking for like interns like early on. Um, I found myself becoming like a private equity, you know, managing partner where I'm focused on investor relations. I'm supposed to be raising capital. Yep. Yep. But then I ended up getting my um, GC license. So now I'm a licensed GC and Got I can do it. my own projects. Got it. But then I'm also supposed to be raising capital. Raising capital. So I can find myself very, very busy. And um, I don't set a lot of time aside for my like relationships. Gotcha. Um, so I just want to, I guess I would suggest that you hire interns or yeah. you look to outsource a lot of like the day-to-day so you can then focus on like the concrete things right. on why the business even started. Right. You can't wear every hat. Right. You can't yeah, wear exactly. every hat. That's that's real. That's real. And you take on too much, you need to essentially clone yourself. Yeah, which is, you know, yeah. not possible. Yeah, it's not. It's not, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and then do, your, do you and your uh, business partner kind of do similar things or like, is that, yeah. how's that work out? Um, so he focuses on a lot of like disposition, acquisition. Okay. Um, What's disposition? Um, like, Wants the product. So pretty much my business partner will source the acquisition, source the product, yep. search the market, find out where we're going to break into. Okay. He will then hand it to me. Yep. I'll, since I'm a licensed contractor, yep. um, I will then you know execute the development and the construction. Yep. Then I'll like pass it back to him. He'll make sure we have the right agent, yep. um, the right team, the right things set in place, the right price cool. that we're going to sell it at for the disposition. So for the exit. Gotcha. gotcha. Or we're going to refi, so forth and so on. So he kind of helps a lot with the um, back end, the back end, the day to day, and I'm, I'm like, I'm here. The front end, <laughs> your, your, your boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, okay, that's very cool. I love that. Um, for that investor, that's, I mean, it's dope to know that costly mistake. Um, any other learnings that we should know getting into the business? I love the fact that you said FHA was your way of getting in the business. Is there one other learning that you would give for that investor or for the folks who want to invest in with you? Mm-hmm. How does that work? Do we need to get connected to a friend or <laughs> is it is there a possibility? Like, yeah. how's that all shake out? Um, as far as like, I guess, more learning mistakes yep. or tips, um, I think the FHA, you know, 203, well, the FHA, and there's also an FHA 203K, 203K. which I'm sure right. you can talk to them yep. about, but. Um, honestly, if you can find a mentor, I would suggest one. I s- still don't have a mentor, like a yeah, someone yeah. I can like reach out to to kind of expand. Cool. Um, I'm searching, um, but got to get you a mentor. In yeah, the <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'll, the two uh, the FHA, um, yep. a potential mentor, and you know a lot of networking. Um, before this business even started, you know every you know three times a week. Yeah, we're going to real estate events in New York. Um, cool. After work. Like, cool. It was a lot of a lot of hustle. Got it. Um, got it. Are you guys in Aria here too? One more time. Aria uh, here too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, just a lot of YouTube education. You know, I would say, yes. oh, what, what's the top three books that I've read? I, I, I would I would be honest and say I haven't finished. You know, <laughs> one of them. But um, I, I would say a lot of YouTube. Um, yeah. And just kind of you have to fall in love with it and just kind of not give yourself a choice. That's dope. Like when I left Wall Street, it wasn't because I had a, you know a hundred two hundred thousand dollars saved. 
Yeah. Um, I didn't have actually much saved at all. Um, and I was taking a significant pay cut. So wow. you really had to fall in love with it. Yeah. It's a hustle. Yeah, it's a hustle. It's a hustle. And the FHA 203K, I think, is a great way to get into the business, too. Um, so the FHA 203K, you put the 3.5% down. Mm -hmm. And then on the 203K side, you get a check on the back end where you can rehab the property. Mm -hmm. um, and... I mean, you can't call him because he's busy, but you can call a GC. Um, well, you have to have a GC before the end of the project. The GC will then take care of, or he'll get a check for right. doing the rehab. Um, so that's another great way of, of getting into investing. Right. That's and that huge. rehab cost will go to your mortgage. So you'll pay it off over time, whereas seven having to pay it off up front. Exactly. So it's, it's beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. I love that. Um I think we need to have, I'm trying to make sure that we have more real estate conversations on the pod. Um, it is the homemade podcast. I'm a real estate agent. I want to make sure we stay connected to folks like you. Um, but we need to have you back and talk a little bit more about your next projects, okay. the GC side, and then... I'm still interested right now, like rehab versus just building. Mm -hmm. What what would you rather as a GC? Oh, as a GC or as yeah. an investor? Like at both. Well, as an investor, I would I would definitely say renovation. Um, yeah. Having an existing structure is a, a lot, it's a lot yeah. simpler, especially yeah. when it comes to the permitting process with the city. Yep. Um, new construction is you a know different it's, animal. It's nice. It's exciting, yeah. but yeah. Um, I would definitely say renovations are bread and butter. Um, as a developer, as a GC, I enjoy the renovation projects. To be honest. Um, cool. But I de definitely love new construction as well. Yeah. Because you're yeah. taking something from nothing. You have a lot more to work with. It's the vision piece. Like, yeah. I love that. I, I mean, I personally love that. And that, I mean, I think that's part of why I got into the business is like, I love seeing, I mean, Philly, even since you've been here for what, three yeah. years? Yeah. Is, it's a whole different place. Yeah. I feel like you talk about Grace Ferry, it's a different different area than it was. I mean, it was Point Breeze and that was Grace Ferry. Right. You know, so it's it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, we're excited. A lot of beautiful things are coming to Philadelphia, especially with like affordable housing initiatives that the city has planned. Um, we're really trying to get our toes cool. um, in affordable housing development and oh. like helping the city achieve their mission um, of providing more affordable housing to Philadelphia. Necessary. So ideally, like in the more immediate, as you, as you mentioned about like our outlook, um, we definitely see ourselves becoming like affordable housing developers. Um, love that. I love that. And kind of like working with the city and subsidies and grants and the government. And the go-to for the city. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you. My Kappa brother, my Morehouse brother. Um, we got to have you back so we can talk about some more projects. And then you got to walk us through each of the projects. Okay. Like what's okay. going on. Definitely. Like legit. Um, we have, so my old partner, we have a couple going on. I'm excited to see what you guys have because they put out some crazy product. Um, and you're working on something of your own too. So like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, we definitely, we, we got to talk about that. So next time, I appreciate you. Of course, of course. Let's get it. Sessions. Thank you so Thank much. You. If, Absolutely. Uh, I guess another note if you, yeah, you mentioned. You want to oh, one. wait, hold on. <laughs> I need all your info. Okay, yes. Um, my Instagram, well, my personal Instagram is invest um, with MJ. Yep. Um, my business Instagram is Vesset, V E S S E T uh, Ventures. Okay. And then the website is Vesset, V E S S E T Capital.com. Um, so Vesset Capital. And what's the new business? 
Um, the new business is VC Design and Build. It's under Vesic Construction. So it's all okay. under like... All uh, under one umbrella. Yeah, okay, much. cool. Um, cool. But for like investors, if you're just kind of like curious about investing in home ownership, yeah. um, on VesicCapital.com, there's an inquire button. Um, so we can kind of stay in contact on there. So I'm doing a, um, I don't know if it's going to be a first time homebuyer seminar, but I'm going to do a homebuyer seminar in September. Okay. So maybe we can get you guys out. It'll be in Chestnut Hill. Okay. Um, I'll get you the info. If you guys can make it, that'd be dope. Okay. From an investor standpoint, let's, let's do it. If we can get you on the books. I know you guys are busy. Okay. No, I'm sure I can make time. This is impactful, impactful work. I cool. I make time for stuff like that. Cool. I love it. I appreciate you. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Thanks, bro. Sessions.